Welcome to the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series, where your host, Andy Jacob, interviews leading entrepreneurs, founders, and CEOs about their incredible companies and discusses their unique entrepreneurial journeys. If you're the CEO or founder of an exciting and exceptional company, the editorial team of Dotcom Magazine welcomes you to pitch your business story to appear on this exciting interview series by reaching out to Mr. Jacob at Dotcom Magazine at dotcommagazine.com. And without further ado, here is another amazing entrepreneurial story on the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. Hello, everybody. Andy Jacob here with the dot-com magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. And I have a very special show today. You know, when we think about entrepreneurship, we think about life. One thing that we always talk about is what's holding you back, if anything. And for everybody, you know, when we think about it, we want to break through. We want to shift. We want to change our mindset. We want to be top-level producers in our business, but also we want to be a top-level person, a top-level human being. And we've been able to invite on the show today a real expert in overcoming things that really hold you back as a hostage, not only in your life, but in your business as well. And when we had the pre-interview call, I was so fascinated with what Mr. Richard Flint had to say. Of course, he's the CEO of Richard Flint International, that I said to myself, I'm going to invite Richard on the show for longer than the normal 30 minutes because there's so much to unpack and so much to talk about. So we've got an extra special episode for the people that watch the show with Mr. Richard Flint on the show today. Kickback. Get ready to learn, get ready to transform your life because in the next 30 to 60 minutes, we're going to try and unpack some things that's going to help you immediately in your life. And that's what Richard's become known for with his seminars. So Richard, welcome to the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series today. Hey, Andy, I am so excited to be here when we did our pre-show interview. Uh, when we finished, I thought this is going to be a lot of fun uh, because you know, I, I like the way you interview, and I like the audience that you attract, uh, because people today are not the person that they have been, and I think a lot of people are realizing that, and it's creating a tremendous amount of emotional confusion and conflict within people today. So I am I am extra excited about having this opportunity with you and with your audience. I love it, Richard. Let's get right to it. I mean, there's so much to unpack for the people watching the show. Kick back because you're going to learn so much and be ready. Get focused in because Richard really is a powerhouse. Now, Richard, before we get started, because you just said, I'm not the person that I used to be, maybe, and I don't even know it. We want to get into that. But let's pull the lens back to 30,000 feet. Tell us about Richard Flynn International. Tell us about the masterclass. And then, of course, we've got so many questions for you. Well, like I said, Andy, I've been doing this for about uh, 35 years. And before I started this, uh, you know, back when I was a teenager, 
I didn't know what I was going to do with my life, but I knew that God had a plan for my life that was going to use me in other people's lives. So at first, uh, I thought I was going to be a minister in a church. I thought that was going to be the direction of my life. And when I finished my undergraduate degree in English and speech, uh, I knew that was not going to be the direction. But I went on to seminary because I knew that I needed to get a clarity for the direction of my life. And, you know, when you when you get clear on the direction, you also get clear on your purpose. And what I find in so many people today is that they either don't have a purpose or the last two and a half years of their life has taken their purpose away from them because they were living in this uh, sort of like cocoon where their life was what they wanted it to be. And every day they could walk out and they could walk into that world that they were accustomed to. And then all of a sudden, without permission, um, a little virus or a little bug came into their life and all of a sudden said, you're going to have to awaken from this coma you've been living in and you're going to have to face life. And back to me, though, I finished uh, seminary and I went to teach at Ohio University in Athens, Ohio, and I also served there as the Baptist campus minister. I was there three years, and then I was offered a position at Wayne State University in Detroit. So I moved to there, and after I'd been there for a couple of years, the president of the university called me in and told me that they needed for me to donate, and that was his word, 18% of my salary back to the university. And I thought about that, and I thought, you know, I've worked real hard to get where I am. So I told him, I'll just give you the whole salary because I won't come back. And it's a strange feeling to not have a clear direction for your life. And I can remember I was sitting in my study there in Trenton, Michigan, and my phone rang. There was a gentleman by the name of Dr. Jess Moody, who was pastor of First Baptist Church in West Palm Beach, Florida, And he said, you know, son, I don't know you, never heard of you, never met you, but there's some guys on the staff that said, I need to talk to you. And we're looking for someone who would come here to the church and would run our counseling division for us. So would you consider doing that? And Andy, it's January. I'm sitting in Detroit. This was South Florida. Didn't take long to book a plane ticket to get down there. And that started a journey on the church staff. Four and a half years into that journey, the church went through its own set of challenges. And people who are part of a church know that churches are not without challenges. Uh, I ended up leaving that, uh, ended up running a private counseling center there in the Palm Beaches, um, got some magazine article invitations to write. And so I wrote magazine articles and I started getting people ask me, would you consider coming sharing your information with us? And that was a struggle for me, Andy. And, and, you know, we all hit crossroads in our life where we have to make a decision. And my decision was, do I stay here because I love the one-on-one? Or do I put myself in front of the world? And it was clear to me that my journey was going to be in front of the world. And 35 years later, here I am. I love it. I love it so much. It's such a great journey, of course, Richard. Here you are 35 years later. You know, it was an easy decision to get out of that January cold weather in Detroit. Let's talk about it because people are struggling. What's the number one struggle people are having right now? What I see right now, Andy, 
is uncertainty. Is that we live in a world right now where everything for a lot of people, especially small business uh, owners, average business owners, you know, they, the entrepreneurs, they were pretty well established in what they were doing and how they were going to do it. And then all of a sudden COVID hit. And it was like someone pulled the rug out from under them without their permission. And they woke up one morning and everything that they had been accustomed to was now in the world of change. And change is an interesting concept because I can accept change as long as it's on my conditions because I'm in control of it. But this was a time in people's lives when they were not in control of the change that all of a sudden uncertainty came in and what they were used to in their circle of repetitive behavior now was being interrupted. And uncertainty is such an interesting emotion because uncertainty brings to your life doubt. It brings to your life worry. It brings to your life a sense of confusion as to what I'm going to do. And as I travel, as I work with people, as I talk with people, um, I can feel, I can sense, I can see the uncertainty in their life. Wow. It's so powerful. Uncertainty. I mean, when you think about it, we're human beings. Of course, we want to be certain about everything, but it's virtually impossible. But for the last couple of years, uncertainty has sort of gone on on steroids. I mean, it's just become uncertain all the way around, you know, whether you're a business person or in your personal life, in your, in your life with your friends and relatives, coworkers, with, with your family, with your spouse. When people come to the seminars and they come to your master classes, Richard, you know, they walk in and they've had this bout of uncertainty. So what's the biggest thing that they're uncertain about? Well, you know, you and I either live from today planning for tomorrow or we live from today looking through our rearview mirror. And what I've seen is that when you feel you're in control, you stand in today and you plan for tomorrow. But when you hit that wall of uncertainty, and, and, and Andy, this is really important, is that uncertainty creates a fear, and it's the fear of the unknown, which is a fear that paralyzes people. You know, when I'm in control, I see the unknown as adventure. But when I lose control, I see the unknown as a place that I don't know what to do with. And wh what I've seen happen is there's a, a part to fear that we don't talk enough about. You know, fear within itself can be very positive because it slows us down. It makes us think. But when fear gets wrapped up in the emotion of fright, it shuts our creativity down. And when my creativity gets shut down because of fright, I tend to look through my rearview mirror and I try to find today and yesterday. But yesterday is just a reference library that we pull from. And what I've watched happen over the last two years is that in yesterday, there are two filing cabinets. There's a filing cabinet of all of our disappointments, all of our frustrations, 
all of our failures. And it's a very negative file cabinet. And then there's another file cabinet that's about all of our successes. And what I view of yesterday depends on which file cabinet I open. And what I'm watching today, because of the unknown, because of the uncertainty, because I, I can't plan like I used to plan, because I feel you know like a hostage, I feel paralyzed. I'm going back into yesterday and I'm watching people open that file cabinet of all their disappointments and start asking themselves a series of negative questions, which is just shutting down their creativity. Wow, I love it. This is sort of the breakdown that people need to hear and why you've become such a leading expert in this field with your masterclass and people just being so successful. You think about it, you've got the file cabinets. One of the cabinets is filled with a bunch of negative past experiences. And the other file cabinets filled with a bunch of great experiences. And because of this uncertainty, it sounds like to me that people are going back in the wrong file cabinet. They're pulling the wrong one out of the drawer. And that makes all the sense in the world. Let's talk about it because I hear what you're saying. You know, prior to the pandemic, when you were uncertain about something, many people looked at the future options as being an opportunity, like something that's great. But now because they've become uncertain, they look at the future as a little spiky, a little challenging, a little maybe I don't want to do that thing because I'm so freaked out. Is that sort of you know high level what we're saying here, Richard? Yeah. And, and what happens is that people today seem to be out of sync. You know, when, when people come when people come to me and they say, you know what, I, I, I just don't feel right. I, I don't feel like things are going the way I want them to be. What I'll normally do is sit down with them and we'll look at where they've been and I'll ask them, what were you doing then that you're not doing now? Out of sync is simply we reach a point where we stop doing. It just has to be one thing that was making us successful. And we get to the point where I don't need to do that anymore. And they don't understand when you pull that out, you rewrite the process. And what, what I found is as fright came in, it threw us out of sync. Now, when I'm out of sync, some way I have to live within myself. So what I've listened to people do is start talking about what their business was like, what they weren't doing. And they get into this comparison mode. And when you get into the comparison mode, you are shutting your creative aspects of looking forward and living forward down. And that's what's missing today. What's missing today is a look forward, looking forward rather than using yesterday as, as a comparison that really can't be compared to today. This is not the business world you used to live in. Yeah, I love it. This isn't uh, Dorothy's Wizard of Oz. You know, let's let's talk about it, you know, because a lot of people are struggling. A lot of people are reaching out. A lot of people are hearing about what you're doing, Richard, at the Learning Center, at the seminars. You know, they, they partake. They, they get themselves sort of back on track. One thing you talk about that I really love that's really resonating for so many people are the four rooms of success. And I want our viewers to understand the way in which you look at those rooms, because when you break it down simply, when you break it down in the basic elements of the way in which you break it down, it just makes sense 
to get all parts of your life working together to really create a very strong foundation to build what I call, or you call, your success house. So let's talk about the four rooms of success. Yeah. And and the first thing I need to put out here before we get into the rooms is that you will never balance your life. I, I, you know, I watch seminars and I watch people all the time seek to balance their life. And you'll never have your life in balance. So what we need to do is replace the word. What we want is to get our life in our rooms in harmony with each other. And, you know, like you were talking about, Andy, there, there are four rooms. The biggest room in people's lives is their business room. And this is the number one room of mental stress. I mean, and this is another thing we're seeing. As we're having to redefine business, we're seeing the stress in people just increase. And, you know, you got to have stress in your life. If I could take all the stress out of Andy's life, he'd be dead in two and a half minutes. That is a medical fact. So you got to have stress in your life, but you got to be able to control it. And when you and I are mentally stressed, it plays with our ability to have a creative outlook. So that mental stress, as it increases, is shutting down a part of me that I need, and that's my creative thinking. And when I lose that, then my business room is out of sync. And the second room is your family room. And that's your number one room of emotional support. And we need that support. You know, when I I was doing counseling, I did a lot of marriage counseling. And what I found is that in so many situations, when the business room is flowing and when things are happening and we're feeling good because success is happening, the business is growing, that there seems to be a greater sense of harmony in the family room because we don't have some of those stresses that we've had before. And like, for instance, financial stress. So when all of a sudden the business room is out of sync, it plays with, it plays with the family room. Because I've got stress in my business room. Where do I take that? I take it home with me. And I open the door. And just because I close the door behind me in the family room doesn't mean I've shut the business room off. So many conversations I'm having with couples today is because they can't turn the business off. And when you can't turn the business off, those people in the family room who support you, those people get cheated. And if they get cheated long enough, then they start asking questions about the business, about their importance in someone else's life. You know, and, and it, it just throws that room out of sync. And, and then you got a social room, which is your playroom. It's, it's where you go to either take your hair off or let your hair down, one of the two. But it's the room where we go to laugh. People don't laugh today. It's the room where we go to learn how to play. People don't know how to play today. And what's happening is that the social room has become an escape room from the business room. And rather than going there to turn the business room off, I go there and I sit in that social room and I worry, I doubt. 
And so the enjoyment that I'm supposed to have there is missing. And then you got a personal room, which is your fourth room, which is where you go to be by yourself. And this is the hardest room for most people to go to for a couple of reasons. Number one, most of us need people in our life. And so many people, Andy, are not comfortable being by themselves. The second reason this room is important is that when you go there, you have to be totally honest with yourself. When you're alone with you, you can't lie to yourself. You can't play games with yourself. And the fourth, the third reason this is so important is that every dream that you and I will ever have in our life is born in that personal room. It's born with me, with me. And then I take that dream and I take it out and I, I bring it to the business room and I, I put color to it. I take it into the family room and I add more color to it. I take it into my social room where I can relax and, and just unwind and I put more color to it. The challenge today is majority of the people have no personal room. Richard, I mean, that's very interesting because we have the four rooms. Okay. We have the business room. We have the family room, which I love, the social room, and the personal room. And of course, you've seen a number of challenges within these four particular rooms, which really has led you to build the Success House Masterclass. And it really takes all the rooms into play and puts people in the position to really start moving forward in their lives. Tell us about the Success House Masterclass, how you came up with it and why it's so important to people to take a look at it. Andy, when, whenever uh, COVID hit, uh, right before, it, when it all started on my speaking calendar, I had 120 engagements, speaking engagements. And within two weeks, all but one of them were gone. And COVID just wiped everything out. And so I had to go alone, uh, alone in my personal room and I had to talk to myself, what am I gonna do? This is my business. This is whom I am. It's what I do with my life. So I sat there and I realized that I had to come up with an idea or a concept built around three A's that anytime you're out of sync and you're not sure what to do, there are three A's that you have to apply to your life. You have to be willing to adapt, which means I got to look at what has been. And if it's not exactly what I want, I can do it anymore. I got to create a new blueprint. And the ones I understood I had to adapt, then I understood I got to make adjustments because what I have been doing, I'm not going to be able to do it the same way anymore. And then the third A, I had to take and align that around whom I am, what I do, and how I do it. And so I gathered my staff together and we put this new process into place. And once I got it up and running, I thought, this is the exact thing that people are going through today. And in the business world today, when you're out of sync, you got to be able to adapt. And, you know, most people can talk about adapting, but that means you got to change and that changes out of your control. So there's fright that goes with that. And then I know I got to make adjustments, but you're telling me to come out of my comfort zone. And I'm not sure I can do that and, and really do it with consistency. And now you're telling me, I got to align myself around a new pathway. 
So what I did is I took basically five and a half months of my life and I put together my success house, which is a masterclass that's done by invitation only. I've interviewed several people that I've told them, I'm not going to let you take my course because you're not ready. Because the masterclass is eight weeks of intense learning. And each week, what we do is we go deeper into a human life and into their behavior. And we get them back in sync with their self. Like the first module, because there are eight modules. The first module we deal with building and laying the right foundation. And Andy, I'll say this to you and I'll say it to all your listeners. If you can come up with any other foundation other than the two that I have found over the years, share it with me. That there are two foundations that people live on, belief, trust, and faith, which allows me to live from the inside out, are doubt, worry, and uncertainty, which forces me to live outside in. And the only time that I'm living with creativity, the only time I'm living with personal power, the only time I'm living with personal motivation is when I'm living from the inside out and I believe in what I'm doing. I trust that this is what I've got to do. And I have the faith that I will because I can achieve this. But if I'm living from the outside in, I'm being controlled by all the circumstances that are going on around me. And, you know, I think your listeners will agree to this. The outside in our world today is very negative. And it's filled with doubt. It's filled with worry. It's filled with uncertainty. So in this first module, what we do is we lay that foundation. And then in the second module, what we do is we start drawing the blueprint. And this is where we go in depth into those four rooms. How do you connect that business, family, social, and personal into a house? Most people, Andy, they live in a one-room house. They have their business room. They have a closet for the family, a closet for the social, and a closet for the personal. But they're not connected. And you can't grow. You can't be the entrepreneur. You can't be the leader if you don't have those four rooms in harmony with each other. And then what we do is we pull it in and we start talking about now in module three, how do you put this business room back together? How do you learn to adapt? Where do I need to adapt? What adjustments do I need to make? And how can I align this so I'm still in purpose with what I want to do with my life? And then we're going to move up to the fourth module, which is going to talk about the challenges in the business room. People are being challenged today. I was challenged. Everyone I know that's in business has had a set of challenges. So what are the major challenges you're facing today that are making you a hostage, that are holding you back, that are limiting you, that are not allowing you to be that creative person that you were? And let's get our inside back in sync. And then the fifth module is my favorite because it talks about becoming dysfunctional. And what I've seen are the number of companies that have moved from being functional to dysfunctional. And, and you've got to understand what happens. How do we become dysfunctional? And we're going to tear your business apart. I'm going to show you the four things that make every company dysfunctional. And, and, and then Andy, maybe one of the greatest pieces of research I've ever done. I took a group of companies that used to be in existence that are no longer in business. And I was able to go inside and look at them. 
And what I found is that there's a four-phase process that a company goes through to become self-destructive, to become dysfunctional. And so we're going to go through those four phases and see where you are in these. And then I'm going to show you how to take these and turn it around to become a functional company. And then module six deals with the word that we started with. How do I turn change into improvement? Because change and improvement are the same word. It's just where do they enter? If it's change, it's an emotional term. If it's improvement, it's a creative term. So how do I let go of change and become that person who's looking for improvement? And then the, the seventh module deals with what I think is the number one philosophy that you got to have to build business today. And that is, how do you create a positive presence that has presence when you're not present? How do I build that, that aura around me so that people want to come to me? How do I build that foundation of trust? How do I build that foundation that please people have faith in me? How do I come together so that I can build a business from the inside out? You know, Andy, it used to be in business that the emphasis was on people, product, and profit. And for some reason, we've turned it around to profit, product, and people. That's cost us our presence. So how do we get back to having a presence that is present when we're not present? And then module eight, how do I take all of this and put it together in a mindset so that I am back to being me? This is what I found in so many business owners I've talked to. They lost who they were. Uncertainty took away their belief, their confidence. It took away their trust. And so as I talk to them today, they're living in this world of uncertainty, where they have so much doubt and so much worry about what's going to happen. That's outside in. You're allowing what is outside you to affect you. And we got to get back to being inside out, where our statement is just really just very simple. I will because I can. And as I strengthen my belief, my trust, and my faith, man, it's amazing what that does. Richard, so powerful. Pardon me. I, I, I know there's so much to unpack. And for the people watching the show, I just wanted to just take a moment just to take a breath and, and let them sort of digest what you just said, because there's so much to, to think about. And for the people watching the show, rewind what Richard just said. I mean, it's powerful. He's basically giving you an, an MBA in, in how to really have success. And of course, his Success House Masterclass, invitation only. Let's just talk about it a little bit now. Let's let's get back because you've got the three A's, the adapt, adjust, and align. I love that. Now, you want people to think about belief, trust, and faith, of course, versus doubt, worry, and uncertainty. And you mentioned something that I really want to give an opportunity for the viewers to understand. And I know that we're probably fast forwarding through your master class. I don't want to do that because there's so much that's important. You spent so much of your life putting this together. But you mentioned there's four things for businesses to become dysfunctional. Four things that when a business 
starts having problems and they start getting dysfunctional, you can look to four things that maybe they need to start thinking about or fixing. So I'm hoping with all due respect to the full class that we can just sort of unpack that for the people watching the show about what they can do if they have a dysfunctional company right now to become functional. Well, and Andy, I don't mind sharing this because in, the, in that module, we really tear these apart. But there are four things that make a company dysfunctional. Inconsistencies, which is a leader not paying attention to the behavior of their people. There's ineffectiveness, which is because the leader not being aware of what's going on. He allows behaviors that should never be a part of the company. The third thing that destroys them is non-partnership people. I am not a a big believer in teams, Andy, uh, because I think teams in too many ways punish the strong and reward the weak. We keep taking the people that we depend on and we keep putting more on their plate and more on their plate. And most of the time, they're not going to tell you no because they know if they tell you no and you give it to the weak people, it's going to get messed up and you're going, to, they're going to, you're going to come back to them and ask them to clean it up. So what we're doing is we're wearing these people out. And the fear today, Andy, and it's a, it's a tremendous point of fear, is those people we depend on are tired. They're tired of being abused. They're tired of being devalued. And what we're seeing is that they're either leaving because they don't respect management or they're retiring. And we don't have anybody to replace them with. So internally, we're becoming more dysfunctional. And and then the fourth thing that destroys a company is the lack of leadership. You know, and, and we go into real depth in this, that there's not leadership today in a lot of places. There is participation. Leaders lead. Participants support what shouldn't be supported. And this is where companies are coming apart, is that if I'm tired, I tend to just let things happen. And I want your listeners to hear this. This is the third most important philosophy I've ever written. Anything you don't confront, you validate. Anything you don't confront, you validate. And what I'm watching in companies that's making them dysfunctional, we're validating behavior because leaders are tired. They're exhausted. They spend too much time fighting fires. They spend too much time trying to get things back in sync. And they won't do the one thing they got to do. They won't confront. And confrontation is the skill of resolution. And to, to get things back in sync and to keep a company from being dysfunctional, leaders have to strengthen certain skills in their life. They've got to listen. And, you know, I don't know if you do this or not, but I watch it. When I'm tired, I hear I don't listen. And when I'm hearing, I'm hearing from my emotions up. And I can't resolve anything like that. When I'm listening, I'm listening for my mind down, which is where resolution happens. The second skill is they got to be a good communicator. And communicators don't deal with what's wrong. They ask questions about improvement. Great leaders know the right questions to ask. And they ask those questions 
and they shut up. But when I'm tired, when I'm out of sync, you know what I do? I react. I don't respond. And then great leaders, I mean, really exceptional leaders, they confront anything that can take the company out of sync. And you know what? They're not afraid to losing people. And my thought has always been this. You can't lose someone who doesn't share purpose, agenda, and commitment with you. You can't lose them because they're never there. And then the fourth characteristic is you got to delegate. And I'm going to tell you something. I see this all the time. It's hard to delegate when you're tired because you know what I tell myself? You know what? I'll just do it myself. And so we reward the weak people, and then we turn around and punish the strong people because then we keep asking them to do more. And then the fifth skill that people have to, a great leader has, they make decisions. And this is another thing I see happening today. We're not making decisions. We're talking about it over and over and over and over again. And we're not making a decision. And what that does is your quality people soon get tired of this because they want things to grow forward. And dysfunctional is the result of a leader who's not leading. It's not the environment. There's always business. It's not a situation. It's not an event. It is the lack of a leader who really understands, I have to lead to keep this company functional. Wow. Powerful. For the people, again, watching the show, rewind what Richard said. Reach out to Richard. See if you can get a a, a reference to get into this master class. I mean, Unbelievable. Really, really powerful stuff. I know we've only cut out a certain amount of time, but I want to get into the mindset, Richard, of someone that is freaking out. They turn on the news and they're hearing crazy things. They listen to a podcast episode and the podcast host is talking about doomsday events they turn on the you know read a newspaper and everything's bad you know everything's going on that is bad i mean it's clickbait you know the news organizations want to hit you over the head with all the bad stuff so they start getting impacted negatively and we talked about it here during this interview For those people that are being negatively impacted, I mean, it was COVID and now, you know, there's the war and there's nuclear proliferation, all this stuff that you're hearing. How do they get themselves aligned? How do they get themselves back on track, looking at the right file cabinet, if you will, of their life and moving forward with this belief, trust and faith versus this doubt, worry and uncertainty that so many people have. I know it's a full course that you give. I know it's hours and hours of, you know, helping people that you provide in your masterclass. But for the people watching the show, maybe you could just give some pointers about how to get out of that crazy mindset. Well, let me say this to you, Andy. I get asked all the time, what percentage of people do you ever think use anything you teach? 2%. And that's what I'm looking for today. I'm looking for those people who really want to understand success. You'll never be successful living outside in. If if the world is what you're looking at, 
and the world is coming at you and throwing doubt at you, which they're doing today. And they're causing you to worry about every decision. And now you're paralyzed with uncertainty. You're stuck. You're stuck. But if you want to move from that outside in to that inside out world, my masterclass is what you need. Because we're going to take that outside in and shut it out. And we're going to teach you how to live from the inside out and not listen to the soothsayers. I really believe this, Andy, and I believe this with every fiber in my body. What's happening out there today is there is a, a small part of society that has a big voice that's trying to steal our spirit. They want to kill the human spirit. And they're doing it through the doubt, through the worry, through the uncertainty. And this is why I put this master class together, because from the inside out, we're going to work. We're going to strengthen your belief, your, your trust in yourself, your faith in yourself. And we're going to learn how to stand strong. And when you are strong, the outside cannot get to you. And so, you know, in this, in this uh, master class, and it's the reason I make it by invitation only, I interview everybody personally. And if I think you're right, I'll let you in. If I don't think this for you, I'm sorry. I'm not going to let you in because I'm not going to ask you to invest in yourself when you're not ready to invest in yourself. And so if people are interested, they just need to go to the successhouse.co, not C-O-M, successhouse.co. And everything is there. And there's a 30-minute video there that I did. And if you, if you like what you hear, then you can book a call with me and I will talk to you personally. But if you're serious, if you're really serious about wanting to get your life back in sync, and if you want to build your business so it has strength, and as the terrain shifts, it can't get to you. This is it. This is why I've created this, because I'm tired of watching people struggle when they don't have to struggle, because they don't have a blueprint designed to strengthen them from the inside out.